I think it depends sometimes on how the client, uh, how the designer sees his or her role. Uh, if he sees his role as something whereby he exists just to please the client 100% and he should abdicate all kinds of input and decisions to the client, then maybe he really sees himself more as an implementation hand and he might avoid all manner of decisions as far as possible. Welcome to another episode of Stuck in Design. Each week, we pose questions to three founders, Don, Jiayu, or Zi, who run award-winning design agency, Stuck. They'll share with us tips and lessons on design, creativity, and business. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Don. Today, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about processes that you need in place before you can begin a project that you can say with confidence, you know, that, okay, it's tending towards success. In particular, I think we want to discuss a little bit about design briefs today. And if, as a consultancy, when you receive a design brief from a client, and if it tends to be a little bit um, less inspirational or a bit more on the mellow side, how do you then flip things around to become more interesting or more creative? So you're saying that the brief itself is already mellow or not so interesting. And then how do we change it around? Right? Firstly, we have to ask whether we have permission to change it around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there is permission or no permission to change it around, one of the things that we may have to think first uh, in relation to the design project is whether we can change it around while still meeting every other need that the client has in the project in terms of how the client has expected it. Right? Then in that situation, you, you are modifying the brief without offending the original requirements. Of course, there are sometimes the possibility that an ideal pathway according to an, an enhanced brief conflicts directly with the original requirements. Then there needs to be an investigation as to whether that could or could not sit well with the project owner, which is the client. I mean, as an overview, that's almost the first criteria right, that we have to check before even proceed. Is there something more specific that you're asking? I guess in cases where there is some conflict with mm. what the client originally requested, mm. then, you know, is it common to kind of like weave in like some of these little things that will still meet the original requirement, but I don't know, keeps you a little bit more happy as like a designer that you get to like weave into the original brief in the first place. Actually, can you repeat that again? Yeah. <laughs> as in, yeah. whether there's any um, <clears throat> Do you already have any kind of small uh, ways that you can weave in certain, um, uh, I don't know, deliverables for yourself mm. uh, in a client brief that will still meet their requirements, but at the same time, you know, keeps you um, happy and satisfied as a designer? Mm. I think you, you can't fight weaving in your point of view because even if you're not trying to, just by nature of how you select between your own doodles and your ideas that you don't show the client even, that is inevitably uh, an input of choice, right? And that choice is uh, guided by your own preferences, which whether you can articulate it or not as a philosophy, as a worldview, it is your choice. On some level, there is no way to really avoid having part of yourself inside the project. Well, then the other question is uh, how much of this part of yourself is in it? I think it depends sometimes on how the client, uh, how the designer sees his or her role. Uh, if he sees his role as something whereby he exists just to please the client 100% and he should abdicate all kinds of input and decisions to the client, 
then maybe he mm -hmm. really sees himself more as an implementation hand and he might avoid all manner of decisions as far as possible. I'm not very sure how long a designer can operate like this in a sustained way because if the clients happen to be very in sync with the personality type and the worldview of the designer, then all is happy, right? Because then whatever decisions the client tends to pick, the designer seems to resonate with and he or she will find like his work is meaningful. But if you happen to kind of keep having clients and projects where your worldview is completely different from the client, then by only operating as an implementer, you might get a little bit jaded after a while because you don't believe in the projects. And if you don't believe in the projects, yeah, it's going to be hard to sustain that passion, I think, for... Yeah, or it, I would even say that, I mean, on another note, if it doesn't just not resonate, right, if it conflicts, then you are working a bit of a liar, right? Now. <laughs> You've constantly be wondering, why am I doing this? So that, that grinds on you and that's not a good place to be. Here. Thanks for joining us today on Stuck in Design. See you next week for more tips on design, creativity and business. <laughs>